Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back one more again to the One Time Podcast, episode 7. But before we get started, you already know what the deal is. I got to make that sponsorship money, and hopefully one of these companies will reach out eventually. But to start it off, the One Time Podcast is brought to you by Jif Peanut Butter. Smooth, crunchy, and never spicy. The One Time Podcast is also brought to you by tailor-made golf balls improve the length and girth of your driver on and off the course and finally the one-time podcast is brought to you by dole banana eat an early morning banana while wearing pajama chilling in a cabana staying in havana dole banana ladies and gentlemen welcome back to the one-time podcast episode number seven and i don't think i don't think this would be a podcast Unless we talk about everybody's favorite. So can I get a Turkey Tuesday? Shout out to my guy one time. You know what I'm saying? Turkey is the boy. I Folks, so I'm going to have to bring the news down a little bit here. You see, the Turkey, when he goes biking with your boy, when I go grab Bay, we start whipping up on the pipeline. This dude is, is barking the whole time, spinning like a pinwheel. He's so damn excited. All he wants to do is go biking every damn time. You know what I mean? He just sprints, just sprints next to me. But... The past few times I've gone, he's stopped. Stopped. Like, this is unheard of behavior. And I don't know what to attribute it to. I don't know if he's just getting older, if he's hurt. You know what I mean? But I think, I really do think it's just that he's getting older. And if you look at the aspects here, in quarantine, my guy has seen no cage time. You know what I mean? Usually he sees cage time because if we're going places, you know, you put him in the cage, he rests, this and that. My guy has just been out in the house the whole time because we're always home. So I think with this no cage time, he's just getting so much more energy exerted. I think my guy's just tired. You know, Turkey needs a rest because, folks, I've seen him. And sometimes when you rest him a day, like if it's raining, the next day my guy will sprint after the bike. So I just think that he's been tired, and that's why sometimes he's been laying back. But still, you got to recognize Turkey's almost turning five in September. You know, dude's getting older. My dude's pushing through, though. Shout out to Turkey. He's still a turkey, no doubt, moving right along. Now, the semester's ending. The semester's ending. Now, I know this doesn't really mean too much because we're all at home anyways, but I do want to mention something. And I want to shout out, you know, a time that I had during the semester with the good folks over at Mark Strat and the old one tried and true company of T-Rex, folks. T-Rex. All right. Hear me out here. Mark Strat is this business simulation. We're in this class. You got to say marketing, 445, brand management. You feel me? With Ernest Lathrop. Goes by Scott, though. Scotty, Scotty Lathrop. We're in this class. The whole point of it is that you take this business simulation, you get split into groups, right? And you have to compete in a business simulation against three different other groups who are placed in the same industry as you. You're given fake products and you have to promote those products. The products are otherwise known as Sonites and Vodites. This means nothing to you, nor does it to me. However, once you understand the game, it makes more sense. But I want to run this back because there there was some great content coming out of the good folks at, at T-Rex this year. Okay, Let's just give a shout out one time to the, to the group. You know, we got the boy Taro Shang. You know, he's made the appearances on the pod. You guys know him. Toddy Two-Step. My guy's out here with the work. And then we got to give our next shout-out. Lauren Vincent, outstanding contributor. Very fun to have in the group. Great atmosphere. You know what I'm talking about. And then to our boy Kyle Wong, who created the name T-Rex. 
just next level thinking. You know, I wanted to name the group Trust the Process. Didn't fit too many letters. My guy said, why not T-Rex? Because we wrecked the rest. And I said, well, Kyle, we should have mentioned that early because I, I'm a, I fuck with that so much. You know what I mean? Like, I love the idea. So we pushed T-Rex. That was the group. We're out here. We're competing in the industries. You know what I'm saying? Check this out. There's a great storyline going on here. So we have the ability not only to name our, our, our group. We had to start with a T. So we named our group T-Rex, right? But we also have the ability to name our products. And the naming of the products doesn't matter at all, okay? But we were given we were given two products in the beginning. Now, this doesn't mean anything to you, but they were named Tone and what, what was the, uh, who the hell knows what they Tops, Tone and Tops. We had Tone and Tops. And... Those two products we couldn't we couldn't choose a name. I, I wasn't necessarily a fan of Tony Top. You know, I, I wanted to bring the work. But what we what we saw is, depending on the product, the second letter of the name. So the first letter obviously had to start with with the first letter of the team name. So for us, it had to start with a T. Any product had to be you know the, the name had to start with a T. Then the second letter either had to be an O or an E, depending on the product. Oh, folks, I spent oh man, how many years was I? I I spent plenty of shifts. Plenty of shifts, probably 10, 10 years around, 10 years around with the braces on the network, fixing the teeth. You know, feel me? I had everything going on in the mouth. I was in the orthodont, like the orthodontist knew my first name, kind of like me going through TSA pre. They knew my first name when I walked in. I didn't even really have to sign in. They're like, Nick, oh, what's good, bro? And I sit down, right? And it's the dentistry. So, so, you know, if we've had to start with a T, our two products are tooth and teeth. You feel me? I, oh, I was running, and the, uh, one thing, the orthodontist, man, my guy never works at the orthodontist. I, I was at, I went for the Woodenville folks, I was at Wagner, Wagner today. My guy has Friday off, he has Saturday off, he has Sunday off. If he don't want to come to work Monday, he don't come to work Monday, he comes a half day. My dude doesn't work, and he gets paid, bro. The mouth pays. So I said, folks, we need to name our products Tooth and Teeth. We're going to be competing out here. You feel me? We're going to be putting it out all on the line. We're going to be T-wrecking everybody. Okay, long story short, listen. Um, We got second place. Okay, every period we were in second. Every period. There was the damn, the damn group. Of, they were known as Sphinx. I mean, what? Like, they were known as Sphinx. But their color was blue. So I, all I ever did was call them the boys in blue. Like, they're the ops. You know what I mean? And we're just chasing the cops down. Like, we don't want the boys in blue winning. What can we think differently? We got to get the boys in blue down. You feel me? Never never got to it. But the whole idea is if we trust the process, we can catch the boys in blue. Ladies and gentlemen, listen. We trusted the process so well, it didn't even matter. The boys in blue were just differently wired. They, you know, probably probably had some sort of performance enhancing drugs going on. You know what I mean? Cheating the system. Okay, listen to me out. We were out here competing, trusting, staying vision. I love the homies, the T-Rex. It was a great time. We were chasing dreams like Meek Mill did on the mixtapes. You feel me? The dream chases tape. That's what we were like. Second of all, we got to mention every time, every time we'd show up to talk about our group. Oh. Your boy was in the suit. You, I was in the suit. I was in the suit that I had. Remember, remember the the, the year three point two video. You know, I had the suit on. I was out here repping. You feel me? I put it on. We just got to it. We were just making it happen. Big Mark Strat day. Anytime we had to make a decision, big Mark Strat day. I come on the airways. You know, big Mark Strat day. So if anything means a lot to you if there's something important going on just scream big marks red day kind of like a turkey tuesday it was the same sort of vibe 
Same sort of vibe, except not, probably not as fun, because Turkey Tuesday is, is an absolute blast for the community that everyone can come around to and, and talk about, support each other, help everyone through, you know, COVID. It's just, it means a lot to people. And Mark Strat was for, for the school, for the educational purposes. This was one-time education on the mic. But big Mark Strat day. Shout out to everybody involved with that. Moving right along. Folks, I know it has been a while. It has been a while since I popped on the mic, and I got to apologize. It's about a month. Here's why. First of all, we were writing, producing, making the video for the year 3.2, you know, music video going going through with that. So that took about two weeks at the time. There are two weeks, I'll just be honest, we were hitting finals, finals with, with school and all that. So it's been a minute since I've been on here. We apologize, but we're back in action. And in fact, yesterday was May 7th. And today is the 7th pod. So that's why we're going to talk about May 7th real quick. And first and foremost, May 7th is my mom's birthday. Okay, my mom made a special appearance in the video twice out here. Looking forward to trying to get her on the pod to speak about that in the future. However, it was mom's birthday on May 7th, and you got to give a shout out. And folks, it wouldn't be a podcast if I didn't talk about the New York Mets. So let's get right into it. Four years ago on May 7th, my got to be my favorite player, one of my favorite people of all time. You know, I reference him on the same level as, as God. But Bartolo Colon, Goat Tolo Colon, whatever you want to call him, the second coming. My guy hit a home run on May 7th, which if you've ever seen highlights of Bartolo Colon, he doesn't hit. He can't hit. You know, he's a pitcher, but he's a big, fat dude. They call him Big Sexy. Bartolo got up there, ripped one, ripped one left field. You feel uh, The announcer was like, the impossible has happened. Like, it, it, no one expected this to happen. It was, he was what? what, what 19 years in the league, and he gets his first home run. My guy's like 40-something. Oh, you understand that this would be the greatest present of all time if I was gifted this on my birthday. And my mom just doesn't care about baseball. Couldn't care less that Bartolo Colon hit a home run on her birthday. I'm like, mom, I don't, I don't know how to explain this t- to you. Like, I don't have to give you another present ever again. All I have to do is send you a YouTube video of James Shields just getting absolutely demolished by Bartolo Colon, right? You know, that's the that's the vision. She just doesn't really care. You got to give respect. I understand why people don't like baseball. That game's slow, folks. Slow. I like it because it's like a chess match. You got to think through things, and then you just got to hope someone comes through. But then there's like Bartolo Colon. You can get these fat-ass dudes out here just pitching. It's so funny. Like, Bartolo is the GOAT. Shout out to Bartolo, the home run, greatest sports play maybe of all time. Maybe, hey, I, I ain't joking. Maybe of all time, catch me with it. Write in the DMs if you don't think so. If you don't think so, you might get blocked. But here's the deal. Bartolo hit the home run, and it was on May 7th. May 7th was yesterday. My mom's birthday was yesterday. We had to give the shout out. No doubt. All right, we're moving. Moving along here. Moving along here. And, folks, it's time for our big section. Time for the big section. It is time we talk about Club Penguin. Folks, you didn't think that was coming. I know you didn't think that was coming, but Club Penguin is what we're going to talk about here today. And, you know, I, I it's hard for me to break it to you. I just got to say something. I, I'm, a, I'm a business business major, you know, marketing, advertising, my two majors. So I like to do SWOT analysis of the situations, you know, the strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. So uh, let's just do a quick SWOT analysis of Club Penguin. All right, but the strengths, strengths. This is arguable. This is argu- like, like the Cologne home run, not arguable. This is arguable. 
this could be the greatest game of all time. I'm not just saying that. Like, I, I think the game's fun. I'm not going to lie. I, I do love the game. But at the end of the day, this is such a well-known game. It could be one of the most recognizable games of all time. It could be the greatest game of all time. It has to be up there in consideration. The The idea, the concept was so generationally different. You know, when we were younger, that game came out, and you could play with your homies online. Like, that, the online concept kind of bloomed, to me at least, with the Club Penguin because we were so young. That was the first game you could play. Like, it just was such the groundwork of of a childhood in a sense, right? So another strength they got outstanding brand image. This the company can pretty much do anything. They can sponsor pretty much anything. You know, it's Club Penguin. Everybody like when you mention Club Penguin, people know what you're talking about, right? That's the key. And I think that 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 builds to the character of what the game was about and just the platform that it built. However, the weaknesses, the destruction, the destruction. If you have something so extraordinary, why would you destroy it? Club Penguin went out for a few years. Okay, hear me out. I used to. I all right. Yeah, I gotta admit to this. I used to go on like maybe once a year just just to mess around, just just hit up the ski hill, just go throw down some reps, then just exit out. You know what I mean? But they destroyed the game, and I remember that last day. Everyone was all sad, but they. It's like why? Why would you do that? This was a profit profit machine, and then you decided to take it off. A lot of people don't know that it's back. I'm gonna tell you right now, Club Penguin is back. I don't know why they, you know, decided to take it off. I think a lot of people don't realize that it's back, hurting the image a little bit. But let's just get to it, into the opportunities. It, it is, the opportunity, the big one, is the comeback. They brought it back, folks. Club Penguin is back in action. You can get on there and just start messing around. However, here's the deal with it. And this is, this is extraordinary. They realized something. They realized that... During quarantine, we could capture a market, you know what I mean, of people who used to play as a kid and bring back that nostalgia vibe. Well, they did that. Let me tell you something. They did that, folks, over at Disney. They figured it out because what they did is they opened it up, but now there's something called a mature chat. And you can say whatever the hell you want in there. Like, you can swear on this. Remember, that was the biggest thing that you could say one thing incorrectly on the Club Penguin and they'd shut you down for like a week. Now, with the mature chat, you can go off. Like, you... Woo! I've seen some crazy ass things said on this. You know what I mean? Like people are are promoting like like all all crazy sorts of things. Like they go to town and they're saying like, "Come to my igloo, we'll have sex and all this." Like what? What is that? Like you know you don't remember doing that as a kid, right? You don't remember seeing it. It's just the funniest thing when you see this. Like who? Like one? Who has the balls to do that? Two? Like why are you doing that? Like why are you on here? promoting these things like there's the dude it's such a waste of your time right now like what are you doing you know but i think another thing that that that, that just worked well with the opportunity is the socialization aspect like you can go on and play with your homies right you just get in a group call that's what i've been doing get in the group call and just start going to work you feel me it's it's been really fun you place to hang out everybody knows the map you're just chilling except you know what let me say something everybody knows the map and his boy's gonna get his another shout out again. He's been doing it. Andrew Sexy Metsy Metz never played this game as a kid. What? <laughs> what? Like he get he gets on there. He's like, wow, this game's kind of interesting. I'm on igloo. He's like, what is this thing? A puffle? What does this do? Oh, what? I can I can go sledding in this game? I'm like, bro. Who are you telling this to? One, like we all know this. Like he's just on this group call, just yelling these things. We're like Andrew, we we all get this. I my own igloo. And, oh my lord! You know, let me say something. He he, he tells me, Nick, I was a pop tropica kid. How how would I know about Club Penguin? I, look, I played both. 
you know, I was like, I was like Gucci Mane and Drake, <laughs> both right now, you know what I mean, you know what I mean, I was on both, okay, come on, here's the deal with it though, and I, I can't, I can't roast too hard, because Club Penguin's part of your childhood, Spongebob's part of your childhood, I never watched Spongebob, you feel me, I never, I don't like it, I can't speak on it, I think the voice is annoying, I'm just gonna tell you right now, I know I'm gonna get a lot of hate for this one, but, but here's the deal, I didn't do it. So I didn't watch. I can't come at my boy for not playing the club. But it's funny because when we're out here and he's talking, and he's all excited about getting into an igloo. It's like, bro, bro, we've been doing this since uh, uh 2006, bro. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's kind of funny. Actually, I actually shout out. 2006 is the year Port of Miami dropped. You know, the first Port of Miami. You feel me? 2006 was an important year, folks. Very important year. All right. Now let's move on to the threats. Like I said, the too much socialization aspect. I think Club Penguin has turned into the new Tinder. People are out here, folks. They've been like, uh, send me your Snapchat. Are you on IG? Like, I've been seeing this everywhere and everybody's saying it. Like, you trying to date? Like, I mean, the dating thing was always been there. You know what I mean? You had your Club Penguin thing. Right, what do you call that? Club Penguin thing? Your Penguin thing? <laughs> I like that. That's mad funny. But but they, these people are out here acting like Club Penguin is Tinder. I'm not about that. I'm out here to make fun of that, folks. I'm coming in here. I say, uh, anyone want to hold my hand? Like, you know what I mean? Like, we just we just messing around, you know, maybe a little bit more vulgar for the kids. But here's the best part. I was on there. I was on there, and, and there's this penguin named King Johnny. First of all, the King and Johnny, the I, is is a V. I don't know if this, like if he's trying to go Roman on me or what's going on, but kind of weird. King Johnny. But he's out here, and he's just sitting there, and all he does is, check out my sound call, check out my sound call, check out my sound call. I'm like, King Johnny, what's the link, boy? He's like, King Johnny SoundCloud. I'm like, oh, say less. We got to listen to it. This is probably the worst song I've ever heard. Like, he wasn't capping. He had a song out there, but probably the worst song I've ever heard. So, you know I got back on the club and just started roasting my boy. I'm like, bro, this song is trash. I'm going to call Waste Management right now because we need to pick you up. Boy, this shit trash. I'm like, bro, can you even rap? Put it all the tune or something. Come on. My guy's getting so, so mad. He's like, oh, Man, maybe I shouldn't make music anymore. I, I guess I suck. I'm like, oh my lord. These people are out on Club Penguin trying to find validation. First of all, you're putting a SoundCloud rap song and you're trying to promote it on Club Penguin is your first mistake. Actually, shit. Maybe we could use that as an opportunity. Maybe one time should just be the Club Penguin rap artist. That shit might be funny. I mean, maybe that wasn't a mistake, King Johnny. But King Johnny wasn't doing it the right way, I'll tell you that much. Because, two, the song was just god-awful. And I'm going to let my boy know. If, granted, I'm behind keyboard. I'm letting you know. Like, I'm giving you constructive feedback, boy. I said, this song sucks. <laughs> King Johnny's out here you know, all pissed off that it sucks. I'm like, King Johnny, you got to change your work, man. You got to look at yourself in the mirror and figure this out. And he's all upset. I'm like, Johnny, listen, listen. All right, listen. Your song sucks, but you got to keep feeding the streets, bro. The streets need you. He's like, yeah, the streets do need me. I was like, bro, you got to bring the heat. You know what I mean? I, like, if I go to a bonfire, it needs to be hot. If I listen to a track, it needs to be hot. That's what I'm trying to tell him. I'm trying to explain to him. Over Club Penguin, I got my boy, Ben Barrett. You already know Benny Bike Shops, Benny Clicking Snaps. The boy out here with the work, he's just cracking up. We're both just roasting this dude over, over Club Penguin. Kids just getting it, man. Kids just getting it. Hopefully, King Johnny can turn his career around now. All right. Let's talk about Club Penguin, folks. Here's the most exciting news. There's no more memberships needed. <clears throat> no more memberships needed. You do not need to pay to get that membership. I remember as a kid, like, I was capped out at two puffles. I couldn't get more than two puffles. I couldn't, like, update the crib, you know, because I had to pay to get that membership. You know I wasn't paying. Come on, I'm not paying for Club Penguin. Now, now it doesn't matter. 
I can do whatever the hell I want. Which leads me to say, because I was deprived of not having enough puffles, you know, more than two puffles as a kid. It, it reminds me of like, you know, when people, they come out of poverty, but then they they wear like all the gold chains just to show off because now I can show off. It's not like they need it, but they're just showing off that I got it. That's what I'm doing now with the puffles. I got to admit it. You know what I mean? That's what I'm doing. I have so many damn puffles, like stacks on stacks of these kids. And they're all just chilling at the crib. Just, like you can't even walk around now. I got so many damn puffles just laid out. You know, I'm just buying them all. And that's my thing. I'm like, oh, well, I can do it. So I might as well. Like, I got the money. I'm going to pay for the puffle. I've been grinding, paying for the puffle. Oh, yeah, we should mention this. Just name name you a few of them. You can name the puffles, of course, right? But but I got the loadout. You can get, you can get the folks, Club Penguin knew I was coming. They, they really knew I was coming. They, right now, they put out the puffle, and you can put any name you want. They made a puffle that looked like a cold retriever. Guess who else is a cold retriever? <clears throat> turkey. They literally made a puffle that is turkey. Oh, you know I copped that dude. And I named his ass Turkey. And I put him in the crib. My guy stays with me right on the right side. You feel me? I had Turkey with me. Another one I got, all gold. I got this all gold. I dug mine for this thing. I got all gold on it. It's named Bartolo. Bartolo Cologne is gold, folks. The greatest of all time. So I'm naming the gold puffle Bartolo. You kidding me? You kidding me? The platinum puffle? Port Miami 2, the most platinum album I can think of. You know I'm putting it out there. The brown one? Creamy Biggums? Dude, they put basketball courts now in the game. I bring Creamy Biggums with me, and we hit the creamy step around Puffles, and I shoot it with the snowball? Bro, I'm wet. <laughs> Chef and Curry with the pot, boy? I'm wet. Creamy Biggums with the step, boy? You kidding me? I'm out here. Second of all, I got so many puffles though. I gotta feed them. I gotta take care of them and all this. That costs money, ladies and gentlemen. That costs money, and and to me the puffles are kind of like children. So I gotta pay this child support on a daily almost. You know, I gotta really pay the child support. So I, I gotta earn coin. You know, I gotta go make coin. So I go play these games. You know, a lot of people go to the, the games that pay out. You know, the mine, the the cart surfing game that pays out. You feel me? Going and, and crushing smoothies over over in the uh what do you what do you call it? Like the town, the coffee shop that pays out. Like some games pay out. Ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you something. I'm not really good at those games. And I enjoy games that I can play other penguins, like other real people, like cart servants against yourself, making smoothies it's with yourself. But if I go to that sled hill, folks, I'm racing real humans. And let me tell you something. Ain't nobody better on the sled hill than your boy. That is the place to be. The sled hill, I run heads. There's four different tracks. Imagine we tanks, but but sledding. Like how good I am at we tanks. Oh, don't put me on the hill. My quote: Get humbled. Get humbled. I come out here. These kids, these little kids, old kids, don't even matter. They come at me. They try to race me. Oh. Biggest trash talker in the game on the sled hill is your boy. No doubt. I'm letting kids know that they suck. If they can't beat me, oh, you. I have to call waste management again like I did for King Johnny because you guys can't sled. I tell people, I say, fucking try. Fucking try. You can't. 
You can't even test me. Get yourself a tube and come meet me on the hill. You won't. I, I had this one girl beat her six times straight, just yelling, you can't race. She's like, race me again. I bet I'll beat you. Can't do it. She could not do it. Six times in a row. I was like freaking Mike Jordan with the championships. Six in a row. Her name was Alicia. That bitch followed me because I beat her so much. She was like, I got to recognize the king. She followed me. Just started following me wherever I went on, on, on the club. I started changing the map. I was like, Alicia, I, I got to leave the sled here. Look, the thing is, I, I, I'm, I'm a consistent trash talker, but I'm a respectable trash talk. You feel me? Like, I walk the walk. Don't, don't doubt it. You know, I walk the walk. But here's the deal. I, I got to consistently give credit where credit's due. Like, one time I got beat. I beat this girl eight times in a row. I swear to God, eight times in a row. She came back, switched the tube up, came at me, beat me. I said, look, you beat the GOAT. I, congratulations, man. Like, that was good, good quality content right there. She said, thank you. I said, boom. I respectably come at next. You feel me? like, I'll, I'll cut the neck off, but I'll put it back on. You know what I mean? I'm like the guillotine that replaces. Like, I'll, I'll keep chopping. Just keep chopping. Keep chopping. But I'll put it back on. If you beat me, I'll put it back on. Like, I got to give credit. I'll bow down to you. There's a hierarchy system on this hill. You got to climb your way up the hill. You feel me? Literally and figuratively. You got to climb your way up the hill to sled. Here's the deal. If you beat me, I, I'm I'm back down the bottom. I got to climb my, back, my, my way back up. But I'll, I'll be talking all day long on the sled hill. And you can catch me. Here's the thing, though. I do it, folks. And I talk because... I gotta pay child support. You know, I gotta get coin for these puffles. I got so many damn things. I gotta pay out. And here's the thing: the sled racing doesn't pay. Does not pay, folks. If you win, you get 20 coin. Kart surfing, I can go play a game of car surfing and get 250. Easy. I'm making 20 a race. I'm not getting paid. You feel me? Not, not to bring anything in this, but I feel like the, the United States National Women's Soccer Team, they're just not getting equal pay. You know what I mean? We got to change these situations. I, and for that, I feel so bad. We really got to change. They need equal pay, but I also need equal pay on the sled hill. I'm not getting the pay I deserve. So that's why I'm talking. I need to be heard. I need people to understand who I am because it's like, damn, this kid really out here grinding. He's doing it for the family. That's what I'm doing for. That, that's what quarantine's all about. Doing it for the family. Doing it for the friends. Being the homie. You feel me? That's about it, folks. That's about it. And literally, I've been spending so much on, on, on the child support. Making the money on the child support. I don't know if I have time for the home renovation. All my homies, they're, they're, they're changing up the igloo. The glue. You know? They got the hyped out glue now. Basketball cords, stereo speakers. Like, they're pimping out the glue. I can't do that. I don't think I can do it. I got I got to pay the child support. I got to keep the money for the kids. You feel me? That's what I'm in here for. It's just too much money. And there's also the aspect that if I pimp out the glue and one of my homies comes through and sees that I got like this most swagged out igloo, they're going to look at me. They're going to say, Nick D, what have you been doing, bro? I, I, yeah, I've been wasting my life on the club. You feel me? What am I going to respond? That's the truth. So I keep my, my, my glue respectable. I just got all the puffles in the world. Those are my chains. I got all the puffles in the world. But I got to pay the child support, folks. So if you catch me on the hill, know you're going to lose. Just know that. You feel me? Having a blast on the, on the club. Thank you so much for bringing it back. Shout out to Disney with that one. It's time we talk about it. It's time that it's talked about, folks. Club Penguin. Moving on. You already know what time it is. It's my favorite section, the SIBO section, or otherwise known as the Cliff Bar of the Week. And folks, we're moving in. We're moving into something hot right here with the Cliff Bar section. This one, this Cliff Bar, 
is caramel macchiato and it was part of the coffee line they brought out they brought out four different bars that that revolved around coffee okay these bars contain coffee one shot of espresso in them you know what i mean the, the equivalent obviously it's the coffee collection it looks and smells great like the packaging pristine they nailed it but the smell of the bar absolutely outstanding out of the park i should just mention this before we get started i i'm not a big coffee guy so the taste to me wasn't wasn't outstanding. Like it's not going to be one that I that I necessarily go and choose when I visit the climbing wall. You know what I mean? I just don't really like coffee that much. But check it out with me. Here's the taste breakdown. It would the caramel macchiato, caramel sticky. So this bar was sticky, but it had the crunch to it. It, it outstanding. The crunch. You feel me? The taste. The taste, folks. I felt this this bar reminded me of the the song by uh, Tiger. Do do do. You know taste. Because it tasted so excellent. It tasted exactly like coffee. So I wasn't necessarily the biggest fan. But I was like, what you went out to do, you done did it. Shout out to Cliff Bar for making it happen. When you eat the bar, the caramel, it comes in at the beginning. Like it's fast. You take a bite, you, you taste the caramel. But it kind of fades near the end. And that's when the coffee the coffee taste comes through. You know what I mean? Another thing, you know, Cliff Bar went out to make the best energy bar. Well, they nailed it with this. This is the energy of energy bars. You got the coffee, you got the Cliff. Combine it. Folks, you don't even really need to stop at Starbucks anymore in the morning if you got the Cliff Bar coffee on you. You know what I mean? They had the classic Cliff Cliff Bar taste. It's on the go. No need to stop at Starbucks. Shout out to Starbucks, but no need to stop. You can get your Cliff Bar and make it happen. So that's what we're out here doing. You know what I mean? Thank you so much, Cliff Bar. And thank you so much to you, the viewers, right? Yeah, the fans, the real fans for tuning in. Uh, we'll be back at it one more time again sometime later this week. But that concludes episode seven. So, folks, let me just get to it. It's Friday. Play hard. Be safe. Have a great weekend. And remember, one time loves y'all, but not in our way. So get out of here.